Hoppy Easter, Derek. No. <laughs> Hoppy Easter, Jeremy. It's the uh, Wednesday after Easter. Uh, sorry about that. We uh, no. we lost some time there somewhere. That's okay. It's been a it's been a pretty okay Wednesday. I don't know about Good Fridays and Happy Easter, but um, it's been a pretty okay Wednesday. And um, um, you know, I think you and I both have some things um, uh, to talk about in terms of things to atone for. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure. I, I don't know if any of it's worth dying on the cross for, but uh, it might be and uh, um, it, it might be worth keeping quiet about. I guess yeah. we can start with that. Yeah, we could start yeah. there. Yeah, maybe maybe we don't make a peep here. And this is our Easter special. And this is Darwin's Family Crest with Derek and Jeremy. So uh, what do you want to get into here, handsome? I don't know. I'm going to. I get the feeling you have something better to lead this off with than me, but I, I definitely have some things to interject. Mm. Um, well, I'd be lying if I told you that I didn't have something, um, you know, as, as a lead here, but um, because I think we alluded earlier to the point that we both sort of were on the, uh, the weekend plan for, uh, for, 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 for religion and for, um, our, our, um, our dose of, of, of Jesus, if you will. And, um, I, you know, I bought into it for, for, for a, a long period of time. And I will go ahead and just say as a disclaimer here that, uh, you know, as a co-host of Darwin's family crest, um, I don't believe anything that I'm going to say is going to be in any way like, sacrilegious in any way but i'm just willing to divulge what i went through as a uh, uh as a as a christian as it would as it was to be at that point hail satan <laughs> uh, you know how long it took me to like actually uh to fix the, the the way that the, the cross hung um, on on all on all the houses that I lived in, it, it took <laughs> it took a long time. Uh, they're they're meant to hung to hang with the the long part down, I guess, with the feet. Um, uh, there aren't there aren't too many uh, uh, head top feet or uh, uh, feet feet bottom head top. Unless uh, you're Saint Peter. Hmm. Which, again, I guess as Americans, we're kind of doing that wrong, too, because I'm pretty sure that St. Peter is supposed to face outwards. But most of the people that have St. Peter um, in their vehicles are looking at them, um, yeah. uh, which, I, you know, it sort of furthers the selfie generation and is unfortunate across the board. Um, but I, I, I guess I guess we'll talk about um, just the fact that I'm I. I spent a good bit of time believing um, and learning um, on, on the weekend plan uh, uh, under underneath a, uh, um, a form of, uh, of, 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 of the Protestant religion. And uh, I, I, I didn't, I didn't bat too many eyes until I, uh, I reached the age of reason, which I believe was somewhere around 12 or 13. Um, and, 
um, that's an interesting time for me because I, I have a kid right now that's uh, in that that kind of tween region. Um, and it's, I'm, you know, I'm hit, I'm hit with sort of the, some of the same questions. But um, I realized around, it was around that time that, that there was a um, there was a dichotomy. Um, and I use that word a lot on this podcast because it happens a lot and, and it's, there's, there's a, there's a reason because there's a divide between how I thought about things and how I had to start thinking about things as a result of, um, a, a, a stimulus in a way. Sure. So, um, I hit some negativity, uh, once I hit about sixth grade, um, and that was sixth grade in, um, uh, in Sunday school, of, of course, because um, the weekend plan said that you stayed for three hours because you went to Sunday school and then you sat in church and uh, at where I'm from. And the biggest issue that I ran into was um, in Sunday school, I was being judged. And in church, I stopped learning. And when you hit that pitfall as a human being, where you're not actually generating any new information, you're going to get pretty dried up. Yeah. And I mean, I, I guess me, I don't know. I, I should probably stop there because I mean, this, this part's kind of gotten a little heavy. Like, I mean, it, it, we're not talking about rubbing shoulders, uh, <laughs> like that, but like, I mean, we're, you know, this has gotten a little editorial here and uh, this is a dual hosted show. So sure. Uh, sure. But uh, yeah, here's a here's a fun little story about my first disillusionment of the church. Okay, so I grew up next to I want to say they were just a church of God. I don't know what particular sect they were, but um, we didn't really go to that church. We were raised Catholic. And uh, anyhow, it was summertime and vacation bible school across the street you know i'm all of eight or nine years old and i was so excited because i'd get to meet new people and you know have a good time vacation bible school good times you know and uh the pastor there literally looked at my brother and i and let me add that it's july something july or early august because it's summer vacation you know vacation bible school and we're wearing shorts, just literally ran across the street to go to VBS, excited as hell. And he said, you can turn around and go home. You're not making it into my heaven wearing shorts. Shorts. So, so uh, short that pants. Wasn't, yeah, short, short pants. Mm, you know, short. shorter, jorts, jorderoys. Shorteroys. Um, um, yeah, so that was my first disillusionment with church and that was pretty early for that to happen and uh as an addendum raised catholic none of the weird shit that goes with that uh sect of religion happened to me so we're not going to get into anything that heavy on my end but well we we might just for a half second because what if they call that that fucking swingy thing that has the that that the that the the smoke kind of comes out of this the smoky 
swingy thing that they do at the the Catholic processions. Like I'd have to think about it. I can't remember the name of it right now. It's been since I was 12, since I stepped foot into a Catholic mass, with the exception of like a funeral or two, I think. And yeah. like like you said earlier, it was just more like the age of reason rather than any particular reason that I stopped going. My parents stopped pushing it and we certainly didn't push back to go to Catholic catechism class. Yeah. Um, and I guess this was sort of expressed across the board between you and your brother. You guys had similar experiences. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we were, we were like best friends growing up. We, grew up in this tiny podunk little town where we were literally best friends with each other. Cause no one else was around, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, and I guess my heart kind of, kind of goes out to you in a way. Um, but I'm also kind of happy that you got away from it because I actually tolerated, um, a lot of, um, um, a lot of snide remarks that were meant to be made underneath, uh, well-meaning people's breaths because God knows I know that um, the people that were teaching the Sunday school classes, they weren't being compensated for it with anything more than, um, I guess, sherbet punch and rice, rice crispy squares. Sure. You know, and I, I guess fuck it, some of them up right now. Well, <laughs> with a little mini M&M's. Maybe yeah, cocoa I mean, rice krispies. I, I found myself at Winter Fellowship more because it was easier to land yourself some mini marshmallows um, in the hot chocolate, and <laughs> uh, and and, us, and usually the uh, the my, the rice krispie treats were a little moister, I guess, in the cold weather of yeah. um, of of um, near, I guess, like nearby Cumberland County, I suppose. Um, and, and by the way, what rice crispy treats is not innuendo for, um, anything, um, reach around. Um, yes. Yes. Or, or <laughs> because again, this is Darwin's family crests religion, uh, uh episode. So, um, uh, although I found out, uh, apparently now, uh, uh, Nestle actually markets a, a, um, a chocolate rice crispy treat. And I suppose you could probably mold them to any size or shape or, um, delineation that you would like. So like a phallus, um, you're um, what you're getting at is a rice crispy phallus. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're creating an entry, an entry. I'm creating an entry point at this. Copy point. that. Copy that. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, how about music? Okay, music. Hi. Okay, uh, we're we're um, we're 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 abruptly uh, 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 changing uh, changing directions here, uh, uh, and it was for the simple reason that like because you were talking about being judged, and that's unfortunate, and I felt some judging as well, but it was it was again uh, for the aforementioned um, uh, non-paid teachers. Um, I was basically talking to parents uh, that were not being receptive to the kind of music that I was being uh, uh, that that was accept I guess accessible to me at that point um, at, you know as a young mind I suppose or um, I guess a, a mind capable of corruption or just not maybe walking a a solid line at that point 
Um, I, I, my main, I guess I suppose my main sin at that point was listening to Nirvana at 12 years old. Um, oh my, you said, yeah. are you, I know, I know. And, and, and I, I had a, um, it's all right. Spoiler alert. Till you're 14, he'll be dead anyway. So it doesn't matter much. Well, I was born, I was born super late. Uh, so I had to wait till I was 14 in about two and a half months, uh, to figure out, uh, the negative, uh, connotation uh, that's associated with the, uh, the wrong end of a shotgun or they found him on my 12th birthday, you know, Kirk Cobain. Yeah, they found him on April 8th of 1994, and I remember it. It was one of those moments in my life. I turned 12, and a musician that I actually listened to, MTV News all over every channel. I mean, I'm flipping around. This can't be real. And happy birthday. This guy you listened to just shot himself in the fucking head. Well, I mean, you'd be in good company because I'm sure – Kurt, Lo- uh, Kurt Loder's um, like super um, monotone voice probably broke a lot of people's birthdays because oh, yeah. pretty- he broke he broke uh, Biggie's birth or uh, death on people's birthdays. Oh, probably yeah. broke uh, Tupac's birthday on a bunch of birthdays. I mean, oh yeah, and that's I mean, I I, I don't I don't want to get. Um, like, I'm, like I, I swayed you way left field. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's I mean, and, and it's I suppose it's not even that. It's just it's just I I, I suppose the criticism lays with um, with the the other side um, of that. Um, and, you know, it's not that it's not that I was particularly drawn to a certain type of music at that point, but it's that I wasn't entertaining the idea that maybe there were um christian acts out there that 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 were tickling you know they could tickle my ear or um uh, do something non-threatening um or white privileged uh to me by that point um i i i kept hearing i was getting a lot of peer pressure uh to listen to this they were sort of a uh, like a new age they were like a reinventing of of uh of boys the men um, but they were essentially doo-wop in a way. They were uh, they were a super upbeat band uh, or a group called Take Six, and okay. uh, and I suppose like it was it was the um, it was the insertion of the idea that hey I could get a a a super catchy song in my head no matter what like what genre it was. Yep. Um, and that's super not fair to say to a developing mind. Like yeah. if you're geared towards a certain sound, um, you're going to gravitate towards it, and it literally has no effect, and I mean zero effect, on how, like how you how you end up as a human being, except if you start to exclude that human being based on his musical um, affluence, and it did. And it landed so super hard. And it's, I mean, I sort of, I mean, I guess I sort of have to divert back to you here at this point, because I mean, I've, I've, I've 
unfortunately, you know, I've, I've given a lot of meat here and I've, I've, uh, I, I've left, uh, I've left, a, a, a very, uh, very little, um, uh, communion to give here uh, on your end. But, um, uh, I had to assume that you felt some sort of betrayal because there had to be other kids that went to the same church that you did in your neighborhood that, that probably didn't get the same, um, the same kind of treatment that, that, that you and your brother wearing the short pants, I guess, yeah. at the, that they received. I mean, that seems, that seems so narrow and it seems, uh, so over the top that I just, I, I feel like there, is there something, is there something under there? Is there something underneath or is this, is this, know, is this across the board? See the, the sad thing for me, um, the sad thing is these people always seemed happy. And I don't know if it was like a Jim Jones happy, like a brainwashed fucking zombie happy, or they were truly that elated with the spirit of the Lord or their, their thought of it, you know, but, uh, they just seemed like happy people. And I don't know, even as a kid, I was more of a stoic, like stiff upper lip type, you know? And, uh, I, always tried to make other people laugh because I wasn't happy, you know? Sure. And that, that, that definitely spun me out for a while. And I mean, I'd be lying if I said I never went to church after that. I was married in a church, uh, but I just never looked at it the same way after that. Was that your choice? Was that your choice to be married in a church? More my wife, but I had no objection to it. You know what I mean? She wanted to be married in the church. I had no objection whatsoever to it because I'm much like Fox Mulder. I want to believe. Yeah. I I really, really, really hope there's something beyond this life because I don't know. I low key lately have felt like I'm living in hell and don't know how much of that I want to get into my own medical bullshit, but, uh, let's just say penis reduction surgery is pretty rough on your body. I'm down to under 10 inches now and it looks like it's healing. All right. So I should be good, but (laughs) they always recognize the lilt because your, your forehead gets bigger. Right. It's it, it it happens it happens as a result of the eyebrows they narrow so like it looks like you're pissed off and just hung all the time yeah, yeah. it's it's you know it, you are pissed off because you're hung but not as much as you were so exactly you know, exactly um I uh um you're an asshole and uh <laughs> but but you are my father's son so I forgive you um. Uh, I, I, I think, I think you resonate a lot of stuff that, um, I sort of felt kind of going through the entire time because even, even with, I mean, again, I, the, the church that I went to, they were welcoming, but they, um, they were narrow, but they didn't exile, you know, they were still continuing to enrich. So they, um, uh, 
there were certain uh, movements that they try to do. So they, so there were, uh, they actually at one point, um, you know, at one point skaters were considered ne'er to wells. So, um, <laughs> oh yeah, we were. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you you got you have you have baggy pants and you got you've got a uh, a pair of Vans on. Um, yeah, you're yeah. I, let's let's bring you in. Um, but they used to have uh they, they they put a they actually they put a staircase they put a ten st- uh, a, a ten stair staircase um with a uh with a, a round bar and a flat bar and um I, and this was at my church um you know and not outside the time that I would have been attending it um they were looking to to bring in new souls and um I mean. Aside from that being sort of thirsty behavior and that kind of thing, I felt sort of stepped on because I would have welcomed that kind of welcoming at that point. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't I, I don't want to parallel this too much into any kind of uh, political discussion at this point. But um, think if uh, think if 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 uh, you have finished paying off your uh, your student loan and now all of a sudden they're offering forgiveness to uh to to this generation um (laughs) and what uh it's just it's like you don't want to wish any you don't want to wish any ill will on anyone but at the same time like where was this kind of forgiveness whenever i needed it yeah you know because i don't think of myself as a as a as a um a person that is not not if it were to exist like not willing um or uh, somehow excluded from from uh from from heaven if that ex- if that actually does exist if there's an afterlife and there's a positive spin to the afterlife mm-hmm. I, I i don't think it resonates upon how many swear words i've said i don't think it, it, it good it lord res- i hope not <laughs> right yeah i mean God help me. I hope it. I mean, and you have more <laughs> praying to do than I do. If it resonates on how many times you've touched yourself, uh, ain't that the truth? That's why I got it reduced, man. Well, I, <laughs> it's hard not to when it's down to your knee, you know. It's, well, I mean, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to explain a couple of times that you told people you were tying your shoe. <laughs> True story. That's more. That's more on your end. Um, <laughs> We, you know, uh, we at Darwin's Family Crest, we have to uh, sort of uh, reach the common man, uh, which we understand that the common man doesn't reach um, much past the stitching in his Levi's, um, if that is not terribly fucking dated. My God, what are the kids wearing nowadays as jean pants? Jenkos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I miss my Jenkos. Dude. For real, though, I could hide a three-liter bottle in my back pockets, and sometimes <laughs> I fucking did. I've probably already told this story on the pod, but, like, I had this one pair. I swear to God, the bells were double as long as my feet, and I've had, like, a size 13 shoe since I was, like, 12 years old. So, and it was long enough that I tromped the living fuck out of the entire outside of that to the point that they would just get ripped up. And my mom would offer to hem them. And I'm like, no, man, it, it just adds cred. I loved those <laughs> fucking things. I loved them. I could hide three liter bottles of soda <laughs> just for the sake of doing it. 
I could only imagine that if you could find Fago Frosh uh, in the three liter bottle size uh, uh, in the uh, the outskirts of, the outskirts of Tyrone um, in your skunk Jenkos, that that is exactly. Uh, oh, those things had to stink. Oh, uh, I can't. Isn't it funny as an adolescent you don't realize just how nasty you are in? <laughs> yeah, I and I, I think back to and. I, I I swear, uh, hey, uh, religion bus, we're gonna get back to Jesus and 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 uh, the love He didn't have for us in a little bit, but uh, we're gonna detour to restaurants. Um, I had a hey, watch this segue with the uh, fishes and loaves. Oh, <laughs> I didn't Take work that at theology buffs. I did not walk. I did not work at LJS though. Like I I didn't have the hush puppy uh, recipe, so. Um, I should say that, um, I did have a pair of skunk Jankos though, and I wore those for about the first year and a half, um, to just to divide, to defy the, 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 uh, the people that hired me, um, at my first job. And it was, it was more along the lines of, they told me to wear black pants and black shoes. And I, I found the most obtuse looking black pair of pants to wear day in and day out and i didn't wash them until my work week was done so i mean granted like the legs of those skunk jankos were about four by four planks that walked themselves into uh my four to eight shift on broil so to give to give these people that i don't know the younger aspect an idea how big i'm talking like you've seen bell bottoms i'm sure these jeans were so ridiculous that my girlfriend at the time literally fit her entire body into one leg of my jeans the pipe jeans yeah absolutely yeah man like she literally put her entire body in one leg without being uncomfortable that's how fucking crazy wide they were it was Um, like wearing a denim tent yes (laughs) yeah yeah you could uh yeah, you could easily, yeah, you could you could put uh, lanterns in there and stay warm uh, in, the, in the time if you wanted to. Um, you'd have got your shit busted if you actually had a lantern in there and you would like you tight rolled that shit to keep the lantern from falling into the snow, obviously. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's crazy because they would they'd put these huge patches on the outside of these jeans and they're like hey they're pipe jeans like yep. like like we like like we were buying them f- uh, uh, for that but um you know i i actually even knew knew a um a, 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 a more industrious group of people that actually sewed together their own jenkos nice. um, so yeah so they would make the 48 inch openings and that kind of thing and um i just i you know it was weird because, you know, you couldn't you wanted to make sure that you were far enough away from them in the uh, like to run the mile and that kind of thing, because they did all that um, from a uh, from an alphabetical perspective. And you would get wind shear or wind burn uh, uh, running behind someone that was that had those <laughs> on. At that point. Are you familiar with the term stolen valor? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so I have a major confession right now. This is a world exclusive. Uh, 98, 99, 2000, you know, my last years in high school, I mean, there was, at our school, there was like, 
I don't know, four different groups of people. You had the jocks and the cheerleaders were kind of in there. They were all like the populars, you know, you had the nobodies that nobody wanted to talk to. And you, you had the outcasts kind of was they would uh, kind of interlope with the skater freaks or skater fags. And I was very heavily ingratiated in the skater fag culture with my uh, spray painted corn T-shirt and my Jenko jeans and shit. And I mean, yeah. it, there wasn't a day that went by I didn't get called a skater fag. And I never once in my life owned a skateboard. I tried to ride someone else's several times. And the only move I ever mastered was the face plant. And I just... I don't know. It was always something I was interested in, but my body shape at that time, I was like 180, six foot four. And, uh, I don't know. Six foot four isn't a good size to be on a skateboard. How tall is Tony Hawk? I feel like he's probably a compact five, nine, five, ten or something. Nope. You could not be more wrong to Tony really? Hawk. Six three, yeah, he's been a wiry fucker since 1989. Huh. It's weird. I just watched a, um, I, I just I just watched a, a a Facebook video of him doing the first uh, uh, McTwist. Oh, no, cool. first McTwist. Uh, it was um, I mean, and at that point it was just uh, sort of a it was a uh, it was a backflip with a 540 thrown in there, and um, he was given God knows more room than he could ever like ever need at that point. Yeah. However, the um, a lot of the boards that they were using back in the like back at that point, they only had they only faced one direction. There yep. was a tail and there was a nose end. Uh, um, my dad actually owned a a, a Tony Alva board, and uh, Tony Alva is a a a whole other segue um, into skating and that kind of thing. I mean, but and, and mind you, I mean, I I now that I know that your shoe size. I know that you're stocking. I can fit a board in there at some point. So <laughs> after I buy, after I buy you a spine, yeah. um, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and, uh, build you a board, um, uh, to fit those size 13s, which I hope have only flattened out to about 15 or 16 at this point. I had so, a pair of vans that were 16s at one point. I thought I was hot shit with my, uh, sideshow Bob freak show vans. I would yeah. just put socks in the front. They were funny as fuck looking. <laughs> I, uh, my, uh, my one friend, we took a lot of art classes and stuff together. Caitlin, we, uh, literally took day glow yellow and day glow blue paint and painted them in class the one day. And then that kind of became my thing in, uh, either sophomore or junior year. Anytime I got shoes, I would fucking paint them weird ass colors. Yeah, I was a weirdo. It, <laughs> I, I mean, according according to your to your class system that you that you had uh, in high school, yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, that sort of that seems to sort of parallel the uh, the midlife that I went through, where everybody was a skater or a jock uh, going into what was that was that the was that the was that the third was that the third episode of Darwin's Family Crest that that we brought that up where I, I went think through. The, so. Yeah, something like that. I think like it that. was three. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I have a, I've revealed a lot of human um at this point for the cyborg that I am. Me too. Uh, yeah, it's wild, wild times. Um, 
we keep talking about this 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 whole thing because I I mean we and I got to tie it back together here just just because we we put we put a lot of buttons on things here because eventually eventually we realized that that like the way we were treated and the and the 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 classes the things that we were put into we were looped into they're not they're not representative of who we are and uh, and it, it's it's interesting because it, it it could mold you in a way that you couldn't imagine um and that in a way that i didn't imagine because again i i you know in my head you know while i'm sitting through uh you know sunday school and not learning anything through through church because i'd heard the same thing two years ago um i i sort of feel like uh that I needed a new rhetoric and that kind of thing. So, I mean, obviously I turned to music and I didn't doubt the fact that, uh, the things that resonated in me, they were the, they were song lyrics. They were things that, that pertain to me that pertain to now. And you can have a knowledge of things and you can benefit from it, but you don't have to live your life specifically towards it. But I, I, I find that there is an actual dichotomy that exists there. And, uh, we go back to that word, uh, but I that should I, have been the name of the podcast. Well, we, yes. we both throw it around like it's I mean, but seriously, there's a yin and a yang to everything. And it's just I don't know. The beautiful disaster of life is this dichotomy of everything. You know, there's good and bad and everything. Well, being built to be flawed is is a big part of that. And you know, like not knowing, not knowing what will help you uh, get through life, not knowing what will help, like mentally, not knowing what will help you get you through, get through life uh, physically. Um, you know, it just I, there are there are a lot of things that put things in doubt. So, I mean, the you know, it, the the runners that that die of an embolism in their brain and they haven't had um they haven't had a piece of red meat in seven years and the you know the kid the the, the new like the kids that die of sids and stuff like that and they don't yeah. they they don't they don't factor in they don't factor into any kind of plan um any anything that you could ever learn anything that you could ever be taught anything that you could ever read in a leather bound version or otherwise and i and i i guess that's I guess that's kind of where I'm going here. Like, cause we just passed, we just passed with, um, with, with Easter Sunday, um, uh, a couple days ago here. Um, and you said something to me cause I, I again, I, I don't, I, maybe I'll divulge, divulge just a little bit here, but, uh, aside from this podcast, you and I work together. Um, nay. Yeah. Uh, I think so, we've said that before, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we sit on, we sit on the same side of the, of, of, of a uh, very tilted seesaw. Um, uh, and one of the things that you said to me that actually that hit home and it, 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 it brought out a lot of humanity in, in me that I wasn't, I, that I was super uncomfortable with. And I, and I don't know if you said it in passing, but it had to have been true because it, 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 it landed like it landed from an emotional standpoint is that you haven't had an Easter dinner in 10 years, 10 years. And, and that puts me upside down in my life because there's a lot of human beings that make, that make an effort, even if they eat a second one 
or if they if if you know they're you know they're dancing around their own schedule to yeah. try to make sure that I get a hot meal or something like that. I mean, and I I I'm not even in your space. I mean, I'm I'm an only child. I mean, and I I've got young parents and yep. you know like I've like I am seriously. I mean, I I will go above and beyond to say I am nothing special. But I would have no, given any, two of us, but <laughs> uh, fair enough. But I mean, this is that's why we're endeavoring here at this point. I sure. mean, um, so, I mean, you're going to get a little bit of the floor here. I mean, and I'm not saying that, like, look, it's this is the time to this is the time to kind of like, you know, drop the drop the guillotine here. But at the same time, I mean, you know, you have to have a little, you know, I, I, I what what do you have for this holiday man no what do you have well, what do you have for this holiday like what how do you like how does your family handle this holiday and i mean and not, i mean like, like top to bottom not really at all i mean i don't even suspect they had dinner this year because nobody contacted me or anything but uh i don't know they were never really super religious and they took us to church until it became kind of faux pas and we didn't push them to take us back and it just kind of fell through we jason would have been 10 and i would have been about 12 when we stopped going to church and i mean we didn't miss it and you know easter sunday when we were at home we would have easter dinner and everything but since we've since we've left home it's not something to come home for, especially since I'm on this weekend shift job. I mean, I've worked every Sunday for the last 10 years because, as you know, when you work Saturday, Sunday, Monday, unless you got Monday off or Saturday off, Sunday's a fucking waste. I'm not going to take the middle of my week off. You know what I mean? With your With your travel schedule, obviously, I don't believe that you would do that. Yeah, I, I'm sure the fledgling listeners would know. I commute two hours to work. I stay in the area while I'm there for the weekend because we work three days a week. And then I drive home because for a while I was doing 12-hour shifts with two hours commuting to and from. And that was like by Tuesday morning, I wanted to literally fall asleep at the wheel, you know? Yeah. Um, I- not not taking a an easy shot here, but he has a work husband, um, and it's not me, um, and I'm I I I feel no I feel no uh, no uh, no guilt. Um, yeah, thank God for Luke because Luke lets me crash in his office during the weekend, and if it wasn't for that, I I don't know if I could do it anymore, Derek. I I swear to God, like it's everything for me to stay awake through twelve hour shifts anymore. It, it's just God, when you're eating enough NSAID pain relievers to fucking numb your back pain, it eventually starts putting you to sleep, you know? I guess, I, I guess, I mean, you know, and of course I'm talking about, you know, specifically, I mean, because I really, I, I can't imagine what it would cost to cite the Bible. So we're not going to do that on this particular uh, um, this particular show or this episode or uh, maybe going forward here at this point. But um, maybe I'm talking about along the lines here of 
um, uh, the maybe some of the Easter tra- traditions, um, you know, because you have, because I, I have to say, I mean, Des is five, right? I believe Des is five. five. Yeah, he's gonna be six next month. Yep. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I I would have to imagine that if you missed a, yeah, I'm missing out on all that too. Okay. Uh. But but it's still going on, right? Like yeah, like he's. He's with his mom. I mean, his mom and I are together. But when I'm at work, she life has to go on. She goes to her her parents' house a lot, and they do Easter dinner there and everything. And uh, you know, it's just daddy's at work, which is yeah. getting real fucking old. But you know, we got to have this thing take off before I can quit that wretched job. <laughs> yeah, I'll copy that and. And, you know, I, you know, maybe like, I don't, I don't want to parallel too many other times or too many other uh, uh, formats that have tackled this particular, um, this, this field here. But I mean, so I have a, I have a 12 year old. He, he's, he's going to be 13 in November and I, um, I can't be around for all the answers that he gives uh, to family and friends and uh, the people that, that enjoy his company. And he's, he's, he's fantastic. I mean, he's, he's full of opinions and, and, and all the like, but he told my grandmother, uh, which would be his sort of non paternal great grandmother Mm -hmm. that the Easter bunny was a scam (laughs) and, And I don't know that I have ever been closer to going out and having him fetch me a switch Um, because I feel like that's how she would punish uh, uh, in her day. Um, So, but at that, but with that being said, um, I, I, I probably told you this, this, uh, well, I guess yesterday, um, I went over to, uh, again, my grandmother's house, his, uh, non-paternal great grandmother's house. Um, cause he's my stepson, but again, he's been around for, um, Most well, he hasn't, life. Rent, he hasn't paid rent 12 years. So, I mean, that's the book that he's running. Yeah. Um, but, uh, she had him go out, <laughs> go out on an egg hunt. And, and I, and I sort of feel like that at some point this has got to fall through. It has, it has to, I mean, and look, you can pick your favorite form for this. You have to, you can pick family guy, you can pick South park. There has got to be a forum and there has to be a, there's going to be a stop point that says, look, the fact that we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ with a rabbit hiding plastic eggs that are full of shit <laughs> and you collect them in a wicker basket that was made over in Eastern Asia filled with cellophane plastic grass. There's it's actually a, there's actually a uh, Easter grass plant about half an hour from me it's actually on the way to work it's one of the only ones in the country it's in mount union pa it's called uh blair industries i think it's it stinks it smells like melted plastic every time you go by it but all they produce as far as i know 
Zestergrass. And that's just like, that's about one of the most useless commodities I could fucking think of. I can't believe that you had kind I'm of honest to God dead serious. Too. You, you had that kind of inside information and, and like, I would have, I, I would have done an expose on this fucking place. Like, why was it this brought up? I mean, this is crazy to hear this. Like you literally just I, made me think about it when you were talking about cellophane Easter grass. Cause that shit is just ridiculous. We actually, when I was working with my dad right outside of high school, I started uh, doing carpentry with my dad for the first 10 years, right outside of high school, the week after I graduated high school, never went to college, none of that shit. Wish I would have, but I digress. Uh, we did, uh, I think we put on like a calm room edition at Blair Industries. And I remember, I don't know, I was probably 20, 21. I asked the plant manager, what is it you guys make here? It smells really bad. Oh, we make Easter grass. That's about all we make. Different colors, of course, but... Uh, it just seems like it has to be a front for something. I probably shouldn't say their name and then fucking libel them. <laughs> oh, right. Like, are they really producing that much Easter grass to keep it open 360 days a year, whatever? Yeah. Um, we're going to have to look up the Latin words for sponsored content because we're literally going to have to delete that last 45 seconds. <laughs> At this point, fuck it. I'm uh, not. I'm not. Edit, I'm not cutting that out. They. Yeah, know they, they know what they did. You know that's fair. I mean, and I, I feel like <laughs> sort of that's part of our. Come at of, me. All traffic I, is good traffic at this point. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, that's no. Okay, you know we say so, so. Yeah, uh, you can you can get the link for if not for me, you can uh, get the uh, the hate mail traffic for for, uh, <laughs> for Jeremy and myself. Um, uh, hopefully attached to the bottom of this episode. Speaking uh, of speaking of, not to like show how the uh, sausage gets made or anything. We really need to set up an email address or a uh, Google Voice box or something uh soon because i get the feeling the traffic is coming and people are going to want to talk because a friend of ours the singer of if not for me sent us both a book after listening to just one episode i feel like this is gonna touch a lot of people in the not bad touch way you know what i mean i'm trying to be serious for a second i feel like we're gonna touch some points with people that they're going to want to i don't know give their opinions and shit and uh we need to set that up soon again and uh, yes i'm i am welcoming all types of traffic at this point i will not like i will yeah, just just send me an email call me a skater fag i don't care that means you listened to my uh ranting i i don't i don't care i i'm pretty much immune to that phrase anymore you know you're, you're gonna get you're gonna get probably 15 or 16 actual uh, emails just requesting how you actually you, you would spell Jenko from anyone that's born after uh, 2001. So um, do you remember 81 shoes? They were kind of like Jenkos, uh, but shoes. They looked like vans, but they had really elaborate uh, embroidered like flames it looked like smash mouth of the shoe or something it, but it's, i don't it, 
Yeah, it, it's it, it sort of sounds like the platform for like what became Heelys because Heelys became um, like like the flare shoe like yeah. later on down the line. But yeah, yeah, eighty one definite definite lands. I think there was a guy um, whenever I first started um, at our at um, don't uh, say it our current our, our current my current position. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't want to libel them just yet. Yeah. we're the fuck out of there. I believe that there was a human that actually fed me uh, uh, fed me cartons to eventually break down further cartons uh, that that had a pair of 81s. Um, nice. And they were, I mean, I didn't want to tell him that that he was 2000 and late, but if he gave me, <laughs> hey Steve Harwell, take your shoes back, man. <laughs> All right, sidebar, right now, right now. This is this is a new thing I'm gonna do if I think about it. It's a pop quiz time. I want, and then I'll give you my answer, and they are not going to overlap. I want to know your favorite self-contained, not necessarily a concept album, but album that you love from start to finish. You just, you have to listen to the whole thing. The whole thing straight through? Yeah, yeah. You just, I mean, sure, you could shuffle it or whatever, but every song is a fucking banger, and you love it when you're listening to it. It just brings you back to some time in your life i you know i i, I how much t- wait how much time do i have because i can give you a top five in about two minutes if you'd like it how about i give you mine and yeah, uh, then that'll give you a second to think um it's hard for me right now it's the same band and about two years removed a piece i started with the downward spiral nine inch nails and um i feel like that's an angry album. That's the angriest album I had ever heard up at that point. And it's just from Mr. Self-Destruct right through Hurt, I can listen to the whole fucking thing with the exception of what it, I think the actual the title track, The Downward Spiral, is just too ambient for the most yeah. part until the scream at the end. But um, then I really started digging into Nine Inch Nails. Because they uh, they were the perfect level of metal and the techno that I was into as well. And the synth stuff and everything. And I got the Broken uh, EP. And that album, including its hidden tracks, is yeah. just ridiculous. It's a half an hour of punching you in the fucking face and loving it the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, that that seems that seems almost like five albums put together because of of the, especially with the hidden content on Broken. Like, oh yeah, Broken is definitely in the top ten because it was the first Nine Inch Nails album that I bought. Um, That's awesome. Did you get it with a mini LP with it, or was it all on one uh, CD? No, it was all on one CD. Did um, you ever see the one that had the mini disc with it? No, because I, I, I never I, physically I saw it either. I never had a forum to play it. So, I mean, yeah. I, I, cause I could have, I could have reacquired it. Um, sure. Well, I think we could get on eBay right now and get it, but I never physically saw it. The disc was, I've seen them for like AOL, uh, startup discs and stuff that are mini ones, but yeah, I, 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 I feel like, I mean, I, I'm going to bring up a couple and I, I guess we can kind of like meander in any way, shape or form. Cause sure. this, it, it'll, it'll be a, it'll be a mixed group here. Um, 
you know, one will land larger than the other. But the first thing that hits with me is the blue album by Weezer. Okay. Uh, it's hard for me to, to, uh, listen to Jonas and not just let it kind of, let it kind of roll from there. Hell yeah. I, I, agree. I, I just, I, I have a hard time. I have a hard time turning it off. It's it's and um, singing along the whole fucking time too. I yeah. It's I mean I I get I I, I get onto I, I it's weird because I I will play I'll play Guitar Hero and like I'll close my eyes. I have the I have the fucking notes memorized on Guitar Hero. Hell yeah. Uh, that I don't even have to look at that shit. I mean, and I'm tapping I'm I'm tapping a foot the entire time. And it's, I mean, and then I like, I, but, but then you'll, again, you'll jump to my favorite song on that entire album is the world is turning left me here. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. Just cause I mean, that shit drives me numb every single time I hear it. And then, and then, you know, I, I tolerate buddy Holly because that was the, that, that was, that it was got played out though. Yeah. It was beat up. Yeah. It was beat up. I mean, but it was that beat up introduced the world to them, you know? Yeah. Although, I mean, and it's crazy because we're coming up. I uh, this is absolutely sick to say this, but we're coming up on twenty on twenty years the release of the sweater song in November uh, as a video. Wow, uh, it's, it's only twenty years. It's uh, you know I I, I it's got to be more than that. Can you stop saying words like only and twenty? And shit like that. Blue album came out in '94, I think. It, so it's got to be more than right, that. So, so you're right. You're right. Okay. So fine. I'm fine. It's a quarter century, bitch. All right. God so damn. I mean, well, yeah, again, I just did that last year or this year recently with the downward spiral just turned 25. I'm like, I guess '94 was a seminal time for both of us. Yeah, I, but I, I, you, you have, I, I can't. I, we're gonna have to talk about the downward spiral at some other point. Okay. But, yeah, we could dig in deep with that one. I just remembered that I remember the the collector on that on that album, and and I just I I can't I, I like I don't know that there's a more there was a more cathartic song whenever I first heard it. Um, I think that's I, I think it's a, it's that's that's track five off the downward spiral, and it's that that song is just absolutely ruiner. The collector, I think it was I think it was called the collector. It was. Oh, that's... It was a, that's a different album, but no. Okay. Um, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm not, also, I'm also swing my dick at your face, but, uh, I know nine inch nails <laughs> collector. I'm is... also, I I'm, I'm working on, on the Latin for the actual saying, um, that's not how I remember it. <laughs> that's, um, that's a good segue. So, <laughs> um, I, again, we can. I'll wrap up quickly on on the blue album, just because I I've, I feel like I've taken up enough time here. But I mean, I, obviously, um, you know, you have you you have you have Surf Wax America, which is a fine bridge song, and then you get to say it ain't so, and oh, say man, it ain't so song. is is just. I mean, you know, if you don't feel something for say it ain't so, like I I I need two fingers for your heartbeat. Yeah, right. I so, agree. And and then, you know, like like you've got in the garage and then, um, you know, you finish up with like maybe the most tolerable but dry eight minute song that's ever been done only in dreams. It's it's just it's so solid. 
it's 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 just a, it's a, the blue album is just so solid but again i'm i'm leaving out i'm leaving out outstanding albums like the rise against the siren song of the counter, of the counterculture that that album is just stupid good it is it is i mean from top to bottom if you can get through if you can get to a life less frightening uh, which is track 3 you will bite on every single thing else that that is that's oh, yeah. going Oh yeah, it's fucking awesome. That's definitely I, a good I, answer too. Because I, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like that was one that you need a little help with because you were listening to, you were listening to uh, a prayer for the refugee and stuff like that and like, I, like I, I, and we were sort of talking at one point where yep. I was like, you got to go a little darker, you got to go a little deeper here. Yep. And and I and yeah, I, again, like I said, if you can get if if you can get to um, to a life less frightening, you're going to get through all 10 songs. And again, maybe these are, maybe these are sort of, um, uh, these are snack pack sort of, uh, versions of, uh, sure. Well, we can, we can elaborate later. I didn't tell you good God last night at, uh, real talk for a second, probably all time low for me, pain and just misery. And uh, I put on Typo Negative's October Rust. And with the exception of the first two tracks, which are joke tracks, that thing is just a beautiful masterpiece of goth synth rock yeah. uh, from front to back. And uh, anybody that hasn't heard it should go listen to it. And uh, Peter Steele is definitely missed in this camp because I don't know of a more vampiric voice in my life that uh, it just that whole fucking album, man. It's unreal. Love yep. you to death. Oh, my God. Wolf Moon. I don't even know if you're familiar with the album, but my God, it just I just listened to that front to back and just reminisced. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, and, and it's it's one of those it's one of those things that I I truly respect the depth of 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 your of, of your taste in music. Um, just I think that be, was the first thing that we meshed on, dude. Yeah, it when really we first was started talking and just bullshitting about incidental music that was on my radio in my office when you'd walk in. Yeah. Um, and it's and again, I, if, if we can. If we can talk about just, I mean, just being enlightened uh, by by music, or just even just, why don't we talk about Engine 45 just just as we close here real quick? Because I know that you're. Um, Had you heard that prior to last night? I no, I didn't. I didn't. And I, I only recently heard of this song, and it, the words, this. Oh my god, dude! Like I'm, I could almost tear up right now. It feels literally like everything I'm going through, but at the same, he, he he's just so low in the song, but he's so fucking determined to, to get through it. I'm not gonna wave a white flag. I'm not giving up. Did you watch the video? Because the video is unreal. It's and just. I, I, I didn't. I, I I didn't watch the video. I I listened. I listened to. Uh, I, I I listened to. Uh, the um, they they had the album. I went to YouTube. I listened to. I listened to it. I went through the album art. It was the yeah. first thing that popped up. Um, but I yeah. It's, do yourself it takes, a favor, uh, and everybody should do yourself a favor. Go check out the Ghost Inside uh, Engine Forty Five. 
it came out, I think, 2012, because I was like, how did I not hear this for seven fucking years? It's amazing. It feels like, a, I don't know, post-hardcore? What would you call it? It, it feels like kind of hatebreed-esque. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's not um, you have to you have to really be sort of immersed like immersed into the sound, I guess, in a way, um, to to get what to get what we're getting at here, uh, because the ghost inside is sort of more my area, I suppose, where um, there's it's it's very tonal, it's um, it's it's a lot of hot and cold. I will say it's a lot of hot and cold. Yeah. Like it's not just it's not just it's not just straightforward growling. It's not just straightforward. Um, no, and I'd, I'd much rather hear that. I, yeah. Like, as I lay dying, like, the ghost yeah. inside. Like, stuff like that, where you got, again, the duality, the dichotomy of two voices, clean and angry, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I hate to I hate to pull it up here, but, I mean, because I, I, have, I have this whole bit on... Um, on a, on a uh, uh, religion leading me to actually uh, 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 lean towards, uh, or at least sort of reference um, uh, semi-religious bands. Uh, so, like, I had this tooth and nail bit, which led to solid state. Um, I'm gonna skip that whole bit because it's. I mean, again, we we have to we have to keep it keep it tidy here. But um, I would be remiss if i didn't mention here that again we are song sponsored by a very talented individual i'll probably kick it to you to have him have you describe uh um patrick and 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 the boys with if not for me and what they're doing for us right now um if not for me graciously allowed us to use their song still frame as the uh buffer music beginning and end intro outro all that and uh i couldn't be happier it fits it fits this project so well and uh as of the last episode i have spotify and itunes links up on the page to download said album and i really wish you guys would check it out it's so good from front to end and i i don't know man it's just am i right it's like just so tight and it, it is just an EP, but uh, he assured me they're currently recording more music. If you get the taste for it, like we certainly did. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he, uh, uh, if not for me, also has a Facebook page, which which lets you know where he's going to be. Um, there, I believe, is a. Um, uh, there are a couple of events coming up here. Uh, uh, I believe May 26th is a Saturday. Um, you can find them at the uh, Bloomsburg Skate Park. Uh, this is a free event if you can find your way to that. So, uh, God help me, I will be trying to go to anything free at this point. <laughs> but they will also be at the Chameleon Club June 8th. Uh, I believe they will be opening for... Uh, Where is that? Is that Lancaster? Uh, the Chameleon Club is at Lancaster. It is, it is in Lancaster. It's in Lancaster, PA. It's on uh, Water Street in Lancaster. So oh, Yeah, I thought so. I actually was born in Lancaster. I have never been to Chameleon Club, though. Um, I've been to a lot of little clubs and stuff, but they get a lot of big acts. And uh, he has already, well, his band. I, I keep talking like it's an entity that is just Patrick. But Patrick is our uh, our 
what would you say? How are, uh, he's the closest thing we, He's the closest thing that we have to like the whole to, band. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a home celebrity for us. Like, like the way that he, ha- the way that he, he, he has the glow, but he has, he has like, he has every bit of the humbleness that we do because he still has the job that we do. Yeah. So he, he resonates, he resonates as a grinder, but like, I mean, yeah, yeah this, this cat needs to be on our show. Um, yeah. I, but both, he wants to be too. We're gonna do it soon. I I I feel like I feel like there is going to be a forum, um, hopefully earlier than later in the summer here that yeah. we can get him onto this show, um, uh, onto Darwin's Family Crest. Uh, like I said, he's 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 he seems to be a fan. Uh, he he notes us like a fan. Uh, and I, I you know again we are glad to be voiced. Uh. At least, at least in the intro and the outro by him. Um, I, you know what? That that feels like a QED moment for me, man. Quadirat Demonstratum. I think we're done for now. Quadirat Demonstratum. It's good to see you, folks. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Cheers.